Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 733. And today we're going to dive into part two of the city of Jinky 47, which is Transfiguration. We started looking into this city yesterday, the story of Jesus and of Jesus' ascension. Basically, how all of his training eventually led to his ability to transform because of his pure presence, um, transform, allow the divine light of creation, allow God to um, raise the frequency of the cellular structure of his body and literally ascend. This jinky is the jinky of ascension, this transfiguration. And today we're going to be looking into um, how that happens and uh, what are the pivotal points of that happening at a whole human level, a whole civilization level. And we were talking about yesterday how how um, when people try to create utopias, you can't create a utopia because uh, it's trying to do something from the personality, trying to do something from uh, from thinking, and this isn't something that it you can try at. There's no trying here. What happens is. Um, Kind of like the one hundredth monkey theory um, um, event, or, you know, event uh, um, phenomenon, and uh, people are just start get it, and then it, it spreads through the morphogenetic field, just like um, just like gossip, <laughs> just like like anything that spreads through the field. Um, somebody gets it and then somebody else gets it and, and and we're talking about that popcorn popping right one here one there one here one there and then eventually pop, 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 and now you have a full bowl of popcorn and this is our destiny as a civilization but we're still farther away from that um happening at such a level there's a lot of work that we need to do and the pivotal points that are leading when we're looking at humanity as geometry and we're looking at every single individual as a frequency tone that uh, participates and uh, has a, a function within the whole, like a cell of your body. Like if you were to look at all of, of the cells of your body as, as, as um, individual uh, parts of the whole. That's what that's what we are. All of humanity is one body, but even beyond that, uh, this affects the entire planet, or the planet affects us. Or you know, it's not what the chicken or the egg was was first. It's all simultaneous. But um, all of our reality is going to transfigure as we, because we are the uh, leading edge, the the spearhead of of this change. Eventually, it'll take over the animals and the plants and the entire thing with the entire of the planet exists at a, at a higher level of evolution. This is the birthing of uh, a new multiverse. And that is the purpose and the reason for this multiverse. This multiverse was created so that we can uh, completely experience all of life in the physicality including the refuse that wasn't applied in the previous multiverse, which left time out of the equation. 
But because we have time here and time again is not real, but it is a, it is a, um, you would say a cons a, con a consequence of the nature of matter, and because matter and consciousness don't vibrate at the same frequency, although matter is consciously vibrating at a lower frequency, uh, in the previous multiverse we didn't have that, um, uh, you know, anything less than instant manifestation. So now we have all these delays. Because of these delays and manifestation, we have a suffering. We have what's called oppression, right? As we looked at the, um, and we have looked throughout this jinky at the shadow of jinky 47 oppression and its programming partner dishonor from, from uh, jinky 22. We, we looked at that loop of oppression leading to dishonor and dishonor leading to oppression which is the experience of the um of this refuse this that that uh, was um, left behind from the previous multiverse this toxic radioactive shit and this is what we are and the greatest of our adventures in in consciousness or the adventures of god in consciousness is to make god out of shit Literally, to, to create a, a, a physical reality that has evolved through time, through suffering, through oppression, through challenge, and being forged like a great sword throughout all of our fractal lines in all of these possible combinations, reorganizations of reality that we've had throughout what what's called lifetimes, you know, you could say, it, okay, it's the past and present and the future, but it's all simultaneous because there's no time, but there is, <laughs> right, in this multiverse. <laughs> and what it really is, is just the configurations of this kind of cosmic Rubik's Cube, right, in order for it to yield the perfect biophysical, biomachine vessel that has the specific genetic configuration, that can house the consciousness of love beef because of all that oppression how much love can can and expand the love of god through all of this suffering through all of this oppression through all of this challenging and that did not happen in the previous multiverse they didn't have that challenge because there wasn't time because there wasn't there was not oppression right we had oppression here and now because of that, we because we're you know we're the God, we're the children of God, we're we are the, the divine light of creation. We could not live and become that oppression, and yet we've lived it for millions of lifetimes, right? But always, always because we are love, always transmuting, always changing, always finding an exit, a way out. And because we are the, the will of God, right? The, we, we choose our free will is the will of God, right? Because we have it. We found the way. And now we are in the midst of finally finding that final uh, configuration of reality that will uh, totally activate all of this non-coding DNA in quotes, right? That would yield what we call the homo sanctus. And ultimately... We still we still have a ways to go, but the popcorn are going to start popping, and uh, this uh, forty seven jinky uh, the city it, it deals exactly it, it um, focuses exactly with how is this going to manifest in the individual 
And as soon as the individual happened, the individual becomes a junction point. We looked at this in the, um, I think it's the 44th city of synarchy. Uh, wait, is it 44th city? I think it's the 44th city of, yeah, synarchy. And no, the 45th city of communion, right? Um, all of these ultimately manifested. And those 44th and the 45th are very interconnected, both both of those uh, cities and the whole jinky. Um, but it's finally our destiny manifested in the body. This is how we create the future. It's not about going and creating systems and, and, and all of this stuff uh, first, right? Uh, buildings and, 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 you know, nonprofits and, you know, movements and all that stuff. No, it's about love. It's about becoming the, allowing the love of God to take over your body, take over your life. And then and only then you will naturally feel that drive from within to move, to interact, to speak, to do whatever you do. But it's coming from a solid ground foundation in, in God. And so whatever, whatever comes out, even if you just walk on the grass, you know, that is changing. That is creating this destiny. You don't go out and try to create any of these movements and systems and, you know, uh, ashrams or whatever it is. Because without that, because then that, that's just, you know, head tripping. Doesn't have the source that holds it all together. So when we're talking about a transfiguration at a whole human level, we're talking about the awakening of the individual. The individual uh, free will manifested and chosen, consciously chosen. This is what we're doing with this uh, contemplation of this jinky. Con consciously choosing this destiny. Because... As we move, as we take all of this, um, the refuse of the previous multiverse, we're healing that wound, that piercing into this multiverse. Now, when we reach and manifest this, you know, not just, it's not, it's not even just going to be humanity. It's going to spread throughout the entire multiverse. We're not the only planet doing this work. But as it spreads, it's the light of creation. And now we entered a new multiverse. A new reality that now includes time, but it has mastery of time. So it can choose time at will or not. Because, you know, as we talked yesterday, this whole jinky, this city, 47 city, uh, deals with the manifestation of the, you know, physical Merkaba. A Merkaba collapsing seven bodies, having access to physicality at will and dissolving physicality, traveled, traveling through the multiverse at will through all planes of existence. Just by positioning attention. Um, but at the very core, it's none of that. All of that is just uh, uh, bells and whistles. At the very core is love. The power of love transforming oppression. The oppression of time into infinity, into eternity. Transforming, not even transforming it, is it's, it's, it's explaining it or, or, or gently allowing it to realize that it's never there. Because we always had the opportunity, the ability to position our attention. And it just took us all this long to actually be able to hold it in place. Because all of these distractions, all of this challenge, you know, being waiting for your manifestation, getting it wrong and, and, and being angry and being oppressed and being in fear, feeling like a slave. All of these things we've experienced, so much pain, so much suffering. 
And all of that had made us more open. And now we can actually embrace another. Truly embrace another is embracing God. And this is how this divine dichotomy, divine paradox manifests. This is our destiny. So we're going to be diving into that today. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, if, uh, if you're new to, the, new to the podcast, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, we have a menu with five links. <clears throat> one of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Uh, click on that episode. Listen to that episode. Jinkies start here. That's what it's called. And that will get you started with what we're doing here. On that page, you will see a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. This is the map that we're using to learn how to um, integrate, completely understand these 64 basic building blocks of reality, these 64 gene keys that um, reconfigure and remember our true essence at a genetic level. We are diving into the unconscious to seal leaks of attention that uh, prevents us from being present. Because the kingdom of heaven is here, has always been here. It's not that it's going to happen. Ascension is not going to happen. It's here. The ones that we're not here is us. It's our attention. Our attention is splintered. Uh, we have a little bit here in the present and a lot in the unconscious. So this map is the entry point into our our journey of reclaiming our attention from the unconscious, because these are these leaks of attention are manifested manifesting reality, and this is why you get stuff in your life that you don't understand challenges that that we can't you know you know uh, own and 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 understand completely, and once we um, learn how to integrate all of this power because that's energy it's our power in the unconscious. But it's power that then when it comes out, it comes through fear and it creates suffering and oppression in yourself and in others. When we raise our frequency and allow the love of God to enter our hearts and we take responsibility for our shadows, our misunderstandings of reality and bring it in, bring them into the heart, then love, the power of love, it's the power of transmutation. And this is the work we've been doing with this for Yinky 47. Eventually, as we get through all of that, at some point, transfiguration uh, happens. And now the entire of the body returns back. But it's not the same return. Once it returns back home from this, this particular journey in this multiverse, it's going to bring in um, all of the wisdom that has been experienced through time. <clears throat> and that is something that the previous multiverse did not have, that experience. And that is the experience that's building our destiny. A destiny that we've never imagined. The, the kingdom of heaven beyond anything that has existed before. In physical reality, we're going to be able to experience all seven planes of existence and more in, in simultaneously. Before, they did not have physicality. They did not have time. And so everything was instantaneous, but now we have physicality and metaphysicality um, simultaneous. And this is our destiny, ultimately. Um, so when you get your map uh, on that page on episode 256, you, you'll see that link. 
that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. Go get it to um, the Jinkies website, download it, it's free to download. Come back and on episode 256, you can. Uh, there's a whole explanation on that page on how to read this map, how to start starting all of these jinkies. We have over 700 episodes that talk about this stuff. There's an index there that tells you where to find what. There's a resources which with more links to the jinkies website. There's charts, there's a video, there's another podcast. Um, all of what you need to start reclaiming your power from the unconscious. And uh, also, if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking and Joan.tv and Pearl Planet and Who Am I, click on the About tab and listen to Episode 1. Our goal with this brand is to help build, help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization. And this is uh, where we do not have a real civilization. The civilization we're existing right now, it's fake. It's an illusion. Uh, the only thing real there is us, the people our relationships with each other and our creations before they get absorbed into the matrix, the what I call the hierarchical matrix system. It's a consequence of our own unconscious, personal. We are responsible for what is called this world shadow. Uh, this this illusion, this system that we're, we're, we're experiencing here is the consequence of all our denial, of all our splintered uh, uh, unconscious parts of ourselves that we are unable to um, understand. And so they manifest at a global scale in everything, in, in business, in, in, um, in relationships, in, in the economy, in governments, in politics, in uh, finances, in, uh, in the you know, pharmaceutical industry, in the education, in, 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 in corporate world, in the tech world. Every single aspect of this reality is fake. All of these systems, um, they are incredibly inefficient and they are not in alignment with who we truly are. They are all built out of fear. And they operate because of this internal lack, internal what we call the sacred wound. Uh, I am not good enough. I am not worthy of love. And so as we evolve, we realize that um, the work is internal. When we awaken, then we can see the world for what it is, and then we move our attention and, and our attention naturally and organically begins building this new reality, laying out this foundation. And it is not made out of the things that we do. It is made out of who we are. It is made out of an open heart, allowing the light of God, the love of God to flow through our lives. And now we are having a real experience. And so um, we've been going through uh, the last three years to um, an awakening, a, a test, if you will, into what's called Christ consciousness. And on that page in episode one, you can listen to episode one, the, the podcast. But at the bottom, there's a resources section that explaining explains what's been going on in the last three years. And why are we where we are now? It's a transition and we need to break through becoming individuals that are not influenced by the outside, because the outside is the world shadow. Um, when you listen to the voice of God through your intuition, you start naturally moving your attention from the you know this construct, and automatically you're just pulling your attention, pulling your attention from it. It's um, it's pulling the foundation of it because it's based on attention. The greatest currency of the world is not money, is not time, it is attention. And so when you move your attention from this system. And no longer fear it, no longer uh, believe in it, 
uh, it collapses by itself. We are not here to fight it. We are not here. That's a trap. We are not to, here to, we, are, we, we need to be aware of it, what it is, because that's awareness, it's, it's empowerment. But we are not here to try to bring it down. It, it comes organically down as we realize the truth, as we can see it for what it is. It is, it, it is like, uh, you know, like the railroads, to, you know, built by the Rockefeller, you know. And, you know, a lot of nastiness went into build all of these railroads throughout the United States. But eventually that's what, you know, build the cities and build and expand, made all of this expansion possible. All of this matrix, hierarchical matrix system um, has um, made possible that we are where we are. And we have so much oppression at this point that is naturally going to explode. And when it explodes, um, and it is exploding right now. Um, our job as individuals is to be as individuals is to be aware of what the fuck is going on, so that we can learn to listen to that intuition and make decisions in our lives that align us with this greatest timeline of ascension. Because uh, everybody's making decisions right now, and a lot of these decisions are are taking people down the hill. You know, like lemmings, they're just throwing themselves off the hill, following false prophets or following pharmaceutical companies. Following, following, following. We, the time of following is over. This is a time of listening to your intuition, to that connection directly with God and making decisions from that place. I am not a spiritual teacher. Uh, spiritual teachers don't exist. I am a life coach, a spiritual coach. And uh, the difference because, uh, you know, teaching is when you know something. If I know how to write, I can teach how to write in a language. Or if I know how to, you know, scuba diving, I can teach somebody how to scuba dive and all the things that involve in that. But when we're talking about spirituality, we're talking about yourself. So no one can teach you who you are. You have to discover it for yourself. What a coach does is that it helps other people realize things for themselves. You help people help themselves. And uh, that's what we're all, we all are to one or another degree. We're always coaching each other. We're sharing data. We're sharing information. Hey, I try that. How about you try that? How about you do this? It worked for me. It may work for you. And, and that is why there's so many of us everywhere. Because, um, you know, not everybody's in the same place or, or the same thing will work for everybody. Ultimately, that is why spiritual teachers don't exist. We do have hierophants. That is probably, if, if there was a spiritual teacher, which there, there isn't, but that would be it. And I'm talking about Jesus. I'm talking about Buddha. I'm talking about masters that have literally ascended. And, and now they know because they have mastered physicality. And even then, um, they don't have, they have about a one in a million success rate, which is pretty good. Um, because once you actually fully awaken, the power of the master of on reality is, is untold. You are uh, the master becomes master of physicality, commanding the the weather, commanding the you know the nature of of matter. Uh, so it's it's it, it's it's the ultimate power. But but it's this power expressed with love, because the master understands that they're not here to change things for others. They're here to be that um, ideal, become the absolute, the, the unlimited, infinite love of God, because that is what we really want. We don't want the superpowers or, or you know, or, or, or all the things that we're thinking about when we're thinking about the law of attraction and any of that stuff. We want love. 
We want to remember what is to be so free that you don't have to wait for your manifestations and find out that they're not, you know, what you wanted. We're, we don't want oppression. We don't want suffering. We don't want to be afraid anymore. And when we uh, realize that, then our whole life becomes about experiencing this love. And love only exists in the present moment. So uh, um, this is my daily work. I put it on podcast format so that people can find about this stuff. But I am starting this Jinkies work. This is my, I'm a student of the great work. And I'm putting it, uh, you know, in this format. It keeps me accountable. And um, and and I get to I get to have my own contemplation here, and but most important, we're looking for knowledge. This stuff is philosophy. This stuff is data. This is not truth. We input the data into the brain, and then we contemplate this data, and then uh, it's about finding what it means to us in a personal level, transforming it. I am contemplating. Um, Richard Rado, the author of this jinky, his contemplation on the I Ching, which was the creation of the ancient Chinese masters thousands of years ago. So he's contemplating that, and I'm contemplating his. And now I'm making this, and, and you, when you listen to that, you'll be contemplating this, but it's, it's about it turning into whatever your thing is. That's your contemplation is what matters. But the attention on it is the most important because the attention is what's going to manifest experience, physical and metaphysical. And when we have experience, that's when we actually know. It's going to be visceral. It's going to be electromagnetic. It's going to be embodied. Full knowledge, truth. This is what we're after. When you've lived something, nobody can tell you, come and tell you about anything because you know. And the more of those experiences we have, at some point we gain wisdom. And when we're talking about these cities, we're, we're putting our attention in something so advanced, a realization so full, full fulfillment, absolute, right? Absolute fulfillment. And so um, we're really just aligning ourselves with this destiny which is, in my opinion, magnificent, right? But, you know, everybody's got a different choice of what they choose their destiny. When you realize that you get to choose your destiny and simultaneously it is the destiny that you've always had, <laughs> but you cannot experience it until you choose it. Some people experience what they say, oh, this is my destiny, but then they're dead and then they come back again, right? Right? I'm talking about the culmination of all incarnation. This is our destiny. And particularly through this Jinky 47, we're really looking into that. So like all Siddic states, transfiguration is not a common phenomenon. Uh, we can see how powerful an influence this um, transfiguration has over the world through the manifestation of the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Other cultures, and we talked about a lot of that yesterday, other cultures where it has happened, the transfiguration, they uh, have been mainly insular, but and um, insular um, popularly, and it has been considered legend. So it's you know, little things here happening here and there, and it's like, whoa, well, I heard that yogi up there in the mountains of India. This happened, you know, whoa, it's a legend. And in Africa, in South America, whatever. Russian masters. There, there, there are transfigurations throughout history all over the world. The difference is that uh, these people don't care about fame. They're already gone. You know, they're, 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 they left 
the world shadow behind. And so you don't even see them. They go into the mountain and off they went. You never see them again. So there's a lot of that. But, uh, you know, the reason we got Jesus uh, so uh, prominent is because it was a very specific plan to bring the, the awareness of this to the world. So one might ask why it hasn't occurred somewhere more recently in the age where it could be widely reported or even filmed. And um, this is because of the specific code script that's on our coding on our DNA. It's very specific. We need to have this experience. And at some point, this is going to become uh, popular. But we have to break through this stage of adolescence that we have as a civilization uh, where we're still so afraid. And when we make this transition into Christ consciousness, which is not ascension, Christ consciousness is the beginning of or the realization of the divine dichotomy. That will lead to ascension. But in that consciousness now, the possibility of that being reported world, worldwide uh, would become um, much easier. And we do have the tools here with the um, internet and all of that stuff, which eventually is going to evolve into our true uh, technology, which is the what I call the Internet of Spirit, which is a telepathic network. And we do have that. So, uh, it's, you know, this Internet thing is, is learning, is teaching us how we can all be interconnected instantaneously. So it's creating that pattern in our consciousness that that does exist. And so we're just going to take that and, and return it to its original advanced technology, which is biological, not technological. And uh, so what is certain is that this uh, global trans transfiguration uh, will occur again because it has happened throughout civilizations, small civilizations here and there. We talked about yesterday about the Easter Island and the first Mayans. And, and there's been many where uh, people have literally ascended in mass. Um, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to come again, um, and it's, it's going to be on a far larger scale than has ever been seen before, ultimately taking the entire of the human race. Humanity stands upon the threshold of one of its great transmutations. This is what I'm talking about, this great change we're experiencing right now. As a species, we're moving through the symbolic time of our crucifixion. And crucifixion precedes transfiguration. This, right now, we are in the crucifixion. And, and, and what it means is that the height of the oppression. All of this stuff needs to pass through us. All of this shall pass. These two shall pass, right? And, and all of this oppression, we are transmuting this oppression. Because the light of God is who we are. God is, God is I, Right? And, 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 and it's, 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 there is nothing that stops that. But we have to go through the experience. And, and we want, we, we chose to come here. We want this thing. God wants to go through all of these things. So our crucifixion means um, everything that is old, all the past must leave, um, uh, must be transmuted and turn into this new light. And it's not new. It's um, it's enhanced. So it's the light that, that now contains the codes of all the experience in our physical experience. This light that we are bringing that is manifesting, it's the light of knowledge. It's enlightenment, right? To be in knowledge of. Because now we've lived the suffering, the oppression of time. 
We did not have that knowledge before. And so that previous multiverse wasn't very um, advanced. It was beautiful, right? But it wasn't this, which which this one is, is beautiful and sad at the same time. It's kind of melancholy. And eventually all of this suffering is leading us home. So uh, what must be sacrificed in the coming centuries, this is kind of a prediction of Richard Richard Rudd, is all of this modern world of technology and all of its trappings, all of the attention that is put outside into getting. And this is what I always get into it, right? Moving from getting into having. There is a huge difference because if we have a consciousness of getting, it means that we don't have. And it means that we're separated. So it's the, the, all of that needs to go, all of that past is separation. The idea that there is something else outside of the one. That is the, that is the old that needs to leave, that, is, that needs to be transmuted. And it's a point of perspective, it's, it's a consciousness that, that embodies this divine paradox, right? And... Um, so in all of this modern world has its own trappings that people are stop, stuck in traps, even the trap of like trying to bring down the old system down. That's a trap, 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 trap. Where is your attention? Where is your attention? And when we are conscious of where do we position our attention, become our daily mantra, our daily prayer, our daily work. Where is my attention? Where is my attention? And you consciously choose to put it higher in love consciousness. Yes, you pay attention to the daily work, whatever you need to be addressed, because we're still here. You know, we still, you know, go to sleep and eat and poop and, you know, have arguments and and, and challenges in life. But every single one of these experiences, where is our attention? As we consciously choose to position our attention in love, not hairy-fairy new age bullshit love, but the work that we're doing day by day to integrate our unconscious, to return back to present, to become fully present, little by little we are mutating, we're transmutating, right? And so um, as with all transmutations, right now it is a time of great uncertainty for the personality, of course. People are freaking out, right? There's tons of fear, and at the same time, there's a lot of excitement. And there is an awakening right now happening because people are realizing the truth. And the truth of the beginning is nasty because they realize, well, fuck, look at this world. This is a shithole. All of this nastiness we've been experiencing attempt, you know, literal a literal a worldwide coup d'etat attempt that we've been having in the last three years, and then, well, in the last hundred years, in the, in the entire, you know, this is what the world does. It's so afraid that it wants to control the world. This is what, and then we manifest because we have this inside of us. We project that energy and support individuals that have become that ideal. I will conquer the world. But at the very core inside of that desire, it's fear. The only reason you would want to control infinity is because you're afraid of infinity. Infinity is infinity. You're never going to fit it in a box, particularly the limited box of humans. Right now, we don't know shit. But that is what's happening. And so the more we realize who we are, why are we here, 
and the uh, you know ridiculousness of the whole thing, our attention shifts. We don't have to fight anything or anyone. We simply just move our attention to love. And then all of this thing collapses on itself. So <coughs> on a cosmic level, um, transfiguration never ends. The whole of our planet, humanity, all of the creatures and the, the, the earth herself are being transfigured. And the entire galaxy and all of the galaxies and the galaxy clusters, all of the entire of the of this universe and the multiverse, because there's infinite parallel decisions for everything that every decision that every you know point of attention in the universe is doing is creating parallel possibilities. All of that is trans being transfigured right now, and it's it's been this has been the work since the very beginning, you know. But it's a journey. It's an adventure. And this is at the point that we are, and it's going to, you know, approximately as we keep looking at this thing, it's going to be happening in the last few and the next uh, few hundred to a thousand years. This is a, which is a blink of an eye in the in the eyes of, of God, right? A blink of an eye. Two, two thousand years ago, we had uh, Jesus, you know, the whole story of landing of the teaching of love. And now we are very close for that manifestation to happen. So transfiguration on a social level must include the entire planetary organism because despite our current perspective, we are the mind and eyes of God and the earth rather than being separate from it. And this is what I was talking about yesterday that um, transfiguration can't happen at a collective level because the inference of collective means that they are separate. And so uh, I'm I'm being, you know, kind of like a linguistic Nazi here, right? But it's very important that we use these words specifically because that's all the tool we have to communicate. All of this stuff doesn't even use words. So, so we're, we're very, very limited in our communication of these concepts. So it's very important that we're very clear about how we use this, these words. Uh, when we're talking about collectiveness, we're talking about separation. But there isn't transfiguration at a human, at a human civilization level. It's not collective. It's individual. The individual becomes, allows, realizes, remembers the love of God. And then you see another and you see yourself. There is not another when you see yourself in another. The collective stops. There is no longer a collective. There's only one. And that is what we're talking about here. You know, he might be, he's, he, he's meaning the same thing, but he's using, I'm talking about Richard Rod. He's using the words you know, from that perspective of separation, right? But at the same time, he's saying, you know, we are the eyes of the earth instead of being separated from it. And not only the eyes, the mind, the soul, the spirit of the sun, of the solar system, of the entire Milky Way, of the of the space itself, and all the way down to the subatomic level, to the quantum world, we're all of it simultaneously, Right? So there will come a time when all the elements that make up our planet vibrate at such a high frequency that the world as we know it will disappear into a field of vibrating light. And that's what I'm saying. That's ascension. Ascension as a collective, it's because our consciousness vibrates so high, so fast, um, it takes everything with it. We are we create the homo sanctus and the body as a vessel and that affects the field of all of the planet. 
And we talk about, is it the chicken of the egg? It is because the planet is ascending that is taking us with them, right? With her. And it is the same, you know, it's simultaneous. There's no chicken or egg first. It's, it's both, the, the planet is ascending right now. The planet is, is alive. It's, it's an entity. It's like, you know, you, you're looking at a, at a whole level of existence, just like we live in, in a body, that there is, there is the, the soul of Gaia, right? It is, it is holding us all here. It is our spaceship, Earth, right? How amazing is that, right? Before this unprecedented and fantastical event, which is in the, in the far future as we measure time, and it's not really that far, the phenomenon of individual transfiguration will become more common. This is the popping of the popcorn I'm talking about. Popcorns will start popping. They, this is due to the activation of the 22nd city of grace, the programming partner to this 47th city. Uh, and we, you know, when you look at all these episodes, there's like a 30 episodes or 20 something of Jinky uh, 22. There's the whole like that's the this. The, the, the path of dishonor that leads to the gift of graciousness that leads, leads to the city of grace. All of that, um, that is the journey of the grace of God that is underlying everything in this reality. And it's the programming partner of transfiguration. Transfiguration leads to grace and grace leads to transfiguration. The grace of God ultimately takes us back home. Um, so uh, these two cities operate as one, which means that for an individual, you know, to attain the state of transfiguration, they have to be touched by divine grace. You become that. The divine grace becomes you. And then transfiguration happens. Ultimately, because the love has reached a threshold where you truly don't see a separation between you and, and other people. That is grace manifested in your physical bio machine, and now it's it's being used as a as a um, as a conduit for grace to um, land in this reality. Um, and no one can say when, where, or to whom grace will occur. Occur, it happens all the time, and and this is why we're always looking at these cities. Um, aligning our, ourselves with the future, with this destiny, and getting glimpses of it. And our attention is there. So now we are existing in this field. But it isn't about doing anything. It is not about, oh, I'm going to ascend. I'm going to transfigure my body. Blah, 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 blah. Right? There's, there's procedures where, you know, Tibetan monks spend their whole life working on this stuff. And then at some point, within, because the beginning is just, you know, work, 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 work. And then at some point, they realize they have to let go. And some of them realize that it's time for them in that lifetime. And most of them say they, they realize that it's not time for them in that lifetime. And some of them never realize it. And they, you know, it, but ultimately what it is, is if we look at our lives um, objectively, our goal here is not transfiguration. It is love itself. To experience love, that true meaning of love manifested in the entire of your life, your body, your consciousness. Where are we allowing that consciousness to take over? How? And then experiencing a life of fulfillment to the point that you don't even care about enlightenment or transfiguration anymore. And that is when you're ready. That is when God comes in and said, now you're ready because you don't want it or need it anymore.
you don't want to get it. There is no separation at the point you're one, right? So, um, you know, it takes a, um, you know, a point to get to that one, but eventually <clears throat> that is ultimately our our destiny. And, uh, um, you know, this 30, 47 jinky, um, it creates these junctions in the popcorn, you know, when the popcorns are popping, um, and these people become a beacon um, that are um, that are taking on the, the karma of all of humanity. What it means is this oppression for the, the person that is going, like Jesus, right? What did Jesus do? He died for our, our sins, right? That's the kind of layman's term of, of his job. But what it really means is that these junctions, these people that have taken all of this oppression and transmuted it globally, they're taking the fractal lines of the DNA all the way to the beginning of the universe and collapsing all of that suffering, all of that oppression, transmuting it. And all of that is knowledge, is pure gold. It's transforming into gold and their entire body becomes pure living knowledge. And then they become the junction points that are beacons that are broadcasting the signal. This is the blueprint we're talking about here with this podcast. The blueprint for a new civilization is these junction points of people vibrating a frequency tone that is literally uh, transforming the morphogenetic field, transforming the, the structure, the, the source code of reality. If we were to see it as a holographic uh, a universe, right? It's reconfiguring it because now there's a higher uh, operating system that has a, that has a higher uh, understanding and function and efficiency that it's that is that is just automatically makes the old uh, operating system obsolete. And these are the junction points that people are working with this. So this is the final great um, transmutation enacted through the crucifixion. And that is literally what we're going through. This January 6 uh, prisoners here for the invented insurrection on the Capitol Hill in the United States. These people are being crucified right now. Two years of crucifixion. You know, they're taking all of that oppression because they stood for truth. Right. And they were obviously because they did not get they were still the fool to a certain degree. If we're talking about the tarot, they played that they played into the trap. Right, but it's all part of the script. Ultimately, we needed to see that to see how the oppression is becoming so adamant. And now there's no due process. They haven't had a trial. They've just held them for two years. And as you know, American citizens were looking at that in this that goes against everything in the Constitution, right? So this is the kind of oppression that wakes up people. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting very physical now because we, we got to address all areas of this stuff, right? This is an, a very physical, very clear example. And then what, what's happening? They are being transmuted. And they are a reflection of what's happening out here in the world in many, many things all over the world. Transmutation is happening because oppression has become so pervasive. And it's not like it's anything new. It's that it's being exposed, we are becoming aware of what the fuck is going on. And that that is knowledge because we are experiencing it. And now the key here is to don't because at that point when you become aware of that, then everybody comes and tells you what you're supposed to do. 
But that is not the path. The path that we're taking here is recognizing, becoming aware, and then consciously choosing to listen to your internal navigation system that's directly connected with God, allowing the light of creation to flow through your heart, open the heart, and let that light guide the way. That is what transmutes us, taking responsibility for our internal work. Um, so, um, yeah, so... Yeah, so the crucifixion represents the individual's descent into hell, the underworld of the collective unconscious, and the complete submersion in the ancestral pain and suffering of all beings. This is what the master goes through, and this is exactly what the Essenes and all of the masters that worked on the because Jesus wasn't he wasn't he was just the front man. You know, it was a whole endeavor from masters, you know, from even from other planets, you know, from uh, sects and, 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 and uh, mystic orders of all kinds. They all worked very hard for many thousands of years to get the job done. Right. And it got done. And now we have this absolute um, um Legend, if you want, if you will, of somebody that turned into light, the son of God. And he said that um, what I have done, you will do greater things, right? That's what Jesus said. You know, the father and I were one and the same. And the kingdom of heaven is within me. And you will do greater things that I have done. This he is implanting that seed reconfiguring the code of the universe, of this reality, of humanity, and preparing for this, what's called the harvest, right, that we see on, on Christian mytho mythology. But we have to go to fucking hell before we can come out. That is the dark night of the soul. And now, now we're experiencing the dark night of the world with all the fucking bullshit that's going on right now everywhere. If you've already been through your dark night, then you're looking at all of this, you know, with, you know, understanding and you know how to make decisions, you know how to navigate, you're not being affected with it, but the entire world is incredibly being affected right now. They are going through the dark night of the soul. So as we awaken, you know, it is our um, participation in this awakening by holding the love in our hearts in our daily experiences. It's not about going out there and, you know, preaching to the world and say, oh, this is the way you watch, watch, you're supposed to do this. Let's make these systems. And now it's listening, listening to that call within your heart. And organically, you will naturally feel a drive for something, for doing something, for saying some things. But that is because it's coming from love, right? So uh, this is healing all of the ancestral pain, all of the oppression through the fractal lines into the DNA, changing the DNA of all of humanity. So um, transfiguration, um, it is to face the collective fear of humanity that exists within the heart of every human's DNA. It is encoded in the DNA because... This whole entire multiverse was created too for us to experience the nature of oppression, the oppression of time. And this is exactly what we're transmuting, the oppression of time. So one who reaches this level of self-sacrifice or sacrifice calls upon their, themselves the Holy Spirit or divine grace. This is this sacrifice is calling forth the divine light of creation, Holy Spirit. 
divine grace, whatever you want to call it, it's the same, which precedes and enables resurrection and final transfiguration. This is the manifestation of God because the master went through the dark night. The master went through the pain, through the suffering, through the oppression. And the, the attention was so focused on the divine that that eventually transformed the, the holographic uh, construct. And that's when that Rubik cube, right? The cosmic Rubik cube, we're, we're kind of putting a puzzle together. It finally comes together in the individual. And that is the entry point into this, you know, 360 degree point of all points of perspective from every single entity. The dissolution of the personality and the becoming of that beacon, that master now is broadcasting a signal and it's literally reconfiguring the matrix. The, and it's stopped being the matrix, it's reconfiguring all of reality. And these are the popcorns that are going to be, be coming out. These junction points in time and space. And this is how the future is, ma is made. This is the blueprint of the future. We have reached the end of the episode today and the end of this Jinky 47. Um, we're going to be looking into Jinky 48 next, which uh, it's uh, keynoted the wonder of uncertainty. And it goes from the shadow of inadequacy through the gift of resourcefulness all the way through the city of wisdom. That's our next podcast would, would be the 48th gift. But uh, this Jinky 47 a beautiful uh, contemplation, alignment with that destiny. That's what we do every time we contemplate cities. We're not really doing any work um, that that we can do as personality, right? And a physical level, we are literally choosing the future, which I guess we are doing a work because we're consciously choosing the future. But at the same time, we're surrendering 50-50%. We're surrendering to God and say, God, show me the way. I'm here and I am learning how to forget uh, all of these um, uh, habits. Not, not forget. Forget is the wrong word. Replace these habits of low-frequency consciousness with high-frequency expression. And that is the job that we're doing. So um, if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, uh, also you can listen to this podcast on every podcast app out there. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. And on any page, uh, starting from episode, you know, the latest, at least 300, you will see uh, all of uh, the podcasts um, that we have. Um, just click on any of them. Or click on the About tab and you will see uh, where you can listen to the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those. And if you click on the About page also on the bottom nav of TV, uh, you can see all of our social media networks. And you can follow us on all those social media. If you click on the Pioneers tab, that will take you to the category on TV, the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are uh, sessions that we invite guests into our podcast where they share the true story of their lives, of how they went into the darkness and how they found their own healing and how they came out and now they're giving it to the world or how they're on their journey to do that. Um, you can see those also on video. They're not just on audio and you can find them also on our Rumble channel. Uh, if you want help with your work with these jinkies, one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching calls, uh, click on the support button 
and find out all of the coaching that we have there. We have one-on-one calls. We have a life design coaching program to design your life in alignment with your deepest spiritual purpose. We sometimes go about life thinking that we want this or that, but uh, we're doing it backwards. We're putting the, the cart in front of the horse. We need to first dive into our true essence and then listen to that message from the mystery from God. And out of that organically, an inner drive will awaken that will unfold and show us the physical manifested path. And so that's what we do with that work. And oh, we also have a very specific coaching program for people that are stuck in the dark night of the soul. And I tell you, you do not have to be stuck for 20 years. It's a decision to, to uh, exchange a habit that will get you through the dark night of the soul. And still, many people are not ready to make that decision. It's a very simple decision, but it takes everything that you have. And once you get to the other side, yet you realize that not only wasn't it a big deal, but it completely make your life so much more beautiful and enjoyable. And we have a very specific coaching program for people who are going through the dark night of the soul. You can find all of that at the very uh, bottom right corner of TV on the support button link. You just click on that one and you find out more about it right there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.